palm of your hand Pieces of a man Scared to stand tall Afraid he'll lose it all No pride before I fall No pride before I fall You've done something Hello, hello. You are extremely welcome to the penultimate episode of this podcast series. We've nearly reached the end of the album. I hope you've been digging the pods so far. And if you want to support me, you can buy a vinyl or just even share this podcast with your friends. Okay, let's get into it. Track 10, He Won't Understand. A little bit like Time the Healer, this is a song written quite some time ago about a friend's relationship. At the time, one of my very good friends was in a bit of an uneven or lopsided relationship. By that, I mean, he didn't really seem too invested in it, but he was happy to go along, you know, with the romance, whereas his girlfriend at the time was clearly head over heels about him. And it was one of those situations where you can see from the outset that it's going to end in heartbreak and tears, you know, for probably mostly for her. Um, But I couldn't really say anything unless my advice was, was asked for, which it wasn't. So I put my thoughts into words and eventually I got a song out of it and since the friend was someone I knew very well and playing music with I didn't want to make it obvious that the song was about him so I flipped the genders in the song it was originally she won't understand and the song is pleading with with him you know don't string her along because when you do eventually and inevitably end it she won't understand yeah in order to conceal the identities of the characters in the song I switched the she to he I think I found it easier to write that way too, to understand it from the perspective of a man who has been in that situation before, as I believe every man must have been at least once in his life on the receiving end of a breakup where he's more invested than she is. So a bit like in in the previous track, I'm both writing about my my friend's relationship and also drawing on my own experiences. But I'm, I'm singing this as an observer. You know, I'm giving advice to a friend who I've changed from a he to a she. Okay, now that that's out of the way. This is another song in 6-8, so rhythmically counting in threes instead of bars of four. One, two, three, four, five, six. I I talk a bit about that in the Say When episode, the added drama that this rhythm brings to soul music in particular. And because they're usually down tempo and, you know, quite heavy in emotion. And you can really take your time with the lyrics and deliver them with, you know, the passion and gusto or inject whatever you're feeling, you know, right in there. For this tune, I'm going to let you hear Ken McCabe talk for a while first. Ken recorded the vocals, mixed everything and did so much for this album. Honestly, I couldn't have made it without him. Hi, this is Ken McCabe of Wolf End Sound. I mixed Danny's album, The Lookout, and we recorded the, pretty much all the vocals together. Today I'm going to talk about the vocals on He Won't Understand. This is my favourite Danny G vocal arrangement and performance. I think this really demonstrates his skills as a composer and an arranger and performer all at the same time. Uh, Really reminiscent of Marvin Gaye and D'Angelo. But in terms of the the arrangement of how the vocal goes uh, later on in the tune, I love how it kind of 
just keeps going on this journey and new melodies kind of keep coming in. It really reminds me in that way of uh, Last Goodbye by um, Jeff Buckley. So I'm going to talk about how we got the general sound for Danny's vocals across the whole album. And if I have time, there's a couple of little bits in this tune in particular uh, that I want to have a look at. So first off, we record with, with three mics. We've got, our, uh, we've got a condenser mic. He won't understand. Then at the same time, we're recording with uh, a dynamic. He won't and a ribbon mic. He won't understand. And then uh, all together, it's like this. He won't understand. So then Danny likes to double track and triple track all of his vocals. So here's with two additional performances. He won't understand. And then send the whole lot through a piece of gear I love that I've talked about before, the uh, electron analog heat. He won't understand. And then because it's the lead vocal, we pan them kind of more towards the center. He won't understand. So there's uh, two overlapping lead lines here uh, as well, both done exactly the same way as just described. compressed together he won't understand. and there with some reverb he won't understand. so additionally to those three voices there is the three dedicated harmony tracks as well so each one of these again we recorded each one with three mics and then each one was triple tracked here's harmony one Harmony two, three, all them together, and here's those harmonies combined with the lead voices. Additional master compression. He won't understand. And then the full mix. He won't understand. For the verses, I tried to tell the story as simply as possible. I showed a bit of restraint in the first verse with the harmonies. Um, I only added voices for the just fly away line. Jealousy, you're a bird, fancy free, so fly away. Don't break his heart anymore. And the band were so on point here. They were playing really minimally, accentuating the fourth beat out of every six. One, two, three, four, five, six, you know laying down the groove and just underplaying, really. Dennis Cassidy, Graham Heaney, Johnny Taylor, Paddy Grunland, 
They just understood the assignment, as they say, old school ballad with a modern neo-soul feel, minimal instrumentation. And we started with low dynamics so that we've got somewhere to crescendo to later in the song. For the chorus, I wanted that three-part harmony of the intro, and I actually added a sneaky fourth harmony on the last word of each line. I don't know if you can hear that. I think I think this is the song where I discovered major ninth chords, so I made sure to stick in a few, <laughs> a few in there. For example, on the word tall here. Look, the palm of your hand, pieces of a man, scared to stand tall. Usually Crosby, Stills and Nash would be my first influence in the way in the way I do harmonies with one below and one above the main line. Um, another reference from the source in D'Angelo's Voodoo album would be one more one more again uh, with with the three part harmony in the chorus. Another tune that probably influenced me was was Lauren Hill's X Factor. Uh, definitely lyrically, in particular, the line, loving you is like a battle and we both end up with scars. Comparing a relationship to a battle it really stuck with me. I think I used that reference at the start of the second verse. If it's a struggle, it shouldn't be. If it's a battle, it shouldn't be. If it's a struggle, it shouldn't be. If it's a battle, well, it shouldn't be. When there's no trust, there must be another way. Sharing your time with someone should be a pleasure and a joy, not a struggle or a battle that needs to be endured. But so often we get stuck in these situations and we're we're so deeply involved that we can't see the wood for the trees. Anyway, in the second verse, I layered on more harmonies and some ooze that mirrored mirrored the guitar part in the background. And just some subtle stuff to, to add to the main vocal. Think about his state of mind. Yeah, I did a, a, like a, a vocal jazz burst leading into the second chorus. I'm not 100% sure what this chord is. I was calling it the Jimmy chord. I think Jimmy, Hen- Jimmy Hendrix plays something similar um, in Foxy Lady. The role it plays in this song is just to create a bit of tension before resolving to the major chord for the start of the chorus. The band do play it at, at the end of the phrases throughout the song, but I harmonize it only at this one point. Uh, it's the kind of thing that would be difficult to recreate live, but that's... 
know, that's the magic of recording music. There are no rules and no limitations. For the final course, it was Ken's idea to scrap it completely and come up with an entirely new melody and lyrics. He said, you know, we've heard the chorus twice already, you know, do something different. And yeah, he was right. It, it challenged me to come up with something else. And I, I tried to kind of summarize the whole song lyrically in that last ad lib chorus. Why do you have to say those three words? It only makes it worse. I was going to add that the three words here are I love you. Um, when you say I love you to someone and you don't mean it, it's... It's uh, it's the beginning of, beginning of the end. Why'd you have to say those three words? It only makes it worse. For a ride. It's coming out of the guitar solo, um, Paddy's guitar solo, which builds so much tension. And I was trying to emphasize that with the with the vocals too. There's such a release when the chords come back in. Paddy did an, an amazing job on that guitar solo, by the way. Every note is is unexpected. And at the end, he builds it up to such a crescendo with those rising notes. And then the harmonies come in. part if there's time for it there's a little cool little reverse effect on one of the vocals later on in the tune and that's it's literally just the uh the phil collins reverse reverb thing also notably used in uh, the movie poltergeist so here's the the part in question without the effect he won't get it so we took that uh you reverse it yeah, add some reverb to that. Now re-reverse with that reverb. And then finally add some more reverb to that. And then with the uh, with the original vocal. Okay, so bonus number two. I'm just going to talk quickly about the intro. So you have the original three-part harmony recorded and processed as a, as described earlier. So Danny wanted to get a, a like a nostalgic kind of feel for this, so he recorded that to a dingy old cassette tape. And then that. That got sent through a sampler I love called the Roland 404 and it's got a cool vinyl simulator so I added that on as well along with the guitar obviously okay and then added the reverb and a filter sweep so you'll hear uh, the sound kind of gets brighter towards the end and then the full mix uh, pops in 
And then the song ends the same way it started with the with that three part harmony. He won't understand is kind of a warning song. It can offer a warning to one half of a potential couple. You know, are you really into this? Because if you're not, you know, just get out now and save everybody some tears, um, even if it's the uncomfortable thing to do. You're kind of, you're wasting this person's time and guaranteeing them future pain. So just eject yourself now. Uh, that's what I wanted to scream, but I couldn't. So I hope this song is useful to whoever out there is listening. Uh, but if it's not, I hope you dig the music anyway. Thanks again. And this is He Won't Understand by Danny G and the Major Sevens. Stay.